this day. Get to the way we're getting to that part of the agenda. She said she needed to see what I see. I just know she asked about it Friday. Everybody rise for the Pledge of Allegiance, please. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, Anybody want to address the council in public forum? Jim? Go ahead. I'm here representing my wife and uh, myself. Uh, I've come to our attention through your legal counsel, Dave Jennett, that sent us a letter <coughs> regarding my deceased former sister-in-law, my wife's sister, uh, that the city has paid an LLC for the taxes on the property on Broughton Boulevard. Uh, my wife and her sister had a previous claim in small claims court against their sister for $10,000. And they attempted to put a lien on that property, but according to Mr. Jennett in a conversation today, that was probably prevented due to the, her having homestead on that property. So there was no uh, reimbursement ever given from Pam Lights to her sisters over that judgment by the court. We have an interest in that property that we would like to pursue with the city, if possible, to acquire that repay any amount that the city has expended and come to an agreement to refurbish and repair that property into a livable state. So the council's got any time. We can't take any action tonight. Well, there's a 90-day waiting period due to right. the legalities concerned and then after that period is expired and the city has uh, do you have plans to fix it up and yes we would it? yes that's what we'd like to pursue can you just kind of talk through the process Dave, when we're what would happen well right now we're in the process of sending out the notice of redemption from the tax sale uh, which I explained earlier today to the Smith process I think the letters just went out last week or so so yes. like yes we just so received it we're we're 10 days into the process we've got another 80 days to expire uh, at that time we can take the tax certificate into the uh, treasurer's office and exchange it for a tax deed at which point in time the city would have title to the real estate and what I suggested to the Smiths and what, was that they present their concepts to the city council 
City Council would probably send out a request for proposals for a development agreement or some other type of agreement as to re rehabilitating the property and uh, placing it back on the tax rolls, which I think is everybody's goal there. So we're early on into the process, but I did invite Mr. Smith to come tonight and present his ideas, at least his interest in the property to the council, and the council can start developing ideas as to what to do with the property when we obtain title. Uh, about a month upon uh, Pam Lights' death, way it was winter coming on, I went up and went in the property and uh, unhooked all the water lines and whatever, and the meter and such, turned things off so there wouldn't be damage due to that. And uh, otherwise, it's been totally neglected since then. We did try to keep an eye on the tax situation and thought there would be a sheriff's sale, but we had no notification of that or whatever. In the meantime, that LLC, you uh, paid back, paid the taxes on to get this situation going on and bought it, the taxes, so on and so forth. So we always did have an interest in trying to acquire this. It's just we weren't up to speed on the process. I can tell you the council doesn't want to own that house. We only did it so it doesn't turn into what it is now. I understand. That's that's all the only reason we ever did this. Right. And that's why I was hoping yeah. we could well, I don't know why we can't work out something. Something right. to work out on that. Yeah. I mean, if you could come up with a plan, a timetable or something, I don't know. Yes. But how, many, do how many years um, were they delinquent on the taxes? Three years? The, tech, the tax sale we're dealing with was three years ago, and two and a half years have expired since the, the certificate was obtained by this Des Moines LLC. And I thought it was in the city's best interest to step in and take title <coughs> so that the city would have some input and control over what became of it, rather than us just having to deal with it again in three years. Mm -hmm. At the point that I was in there, I surveyed the inside of the house. It's very structurally sound, and the only issue was the rough leak that Pam had neglected to do anything about while she was alive, and it's done a little ceiling damage in the main living room area. That was the only thing I could find in the whole house. It's straight and strong. And I, once the roof is repaired and that ceiling inside, I don't think there's just very much that's to be cleaned up inside, repainting and things like that. But it's nothing major as far as the structural damage. I think if you could come back to the council and say, on the day that we would switch it, if we did do that, you would start doing this, you'd start doing that so we could see that it was going to happen. Very well. We're not interested in owning homes in town. Never have been. We just want to get cleaned up. Right. I just want to express that we do have that interest. Yeah. We do have a, a legal monetary interest as well that yeah. we'd like to recoup if possible. Yeah, as long as it's cleaned up is our big mission. So if you can come up with something like that, I, I think the council is well worth working with you. Thank you. On the positive side. Yeah. During, during this interim, while, while we're waiting out the 90 days to hear this summertime, the city will be mowing that property. So if you just ever see anything up there worth looking at, One thing I was wondering if, if I could gain access in the next few days or week or whatever to look it over again and see how bad the damage might be since I was in there two years ago or something. 
I don't think we have a key, do we? Is it even locked? We've never been in there. That's a good question. We've never been in there. Okay. We're okay if I check it out. Yeah, go ahead. In the interest of getting it straightened up, would be good for all. Well, there might be something I could do to the roof in the meantime too to prevent any further damage. If you come up with a plan, I'm sure the council would put you on the agenda so we can take some sort of action. Okay. We'll make sure we do it under Dave's guidelines so we don't do anything wrong. Yeah, if you find any personal property that has any <coughs> sentimental value, you can feel free to remove that for okay. sisters and your sister-in-law. Well, uh, her family has not. It, it's a hoarder's mess. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. There are two refrigerators with food in them. Oh. oh. Strap oh. the door shut. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Big dumpster. It won't be easy. They're going to have to strap really tight. <laughs> <laughs> Take them far away. Thanks, Jim. Anybody else for public forum? Thank you. Thank you. Before we start, I, I got a check in the mail today for $500 from a fellow named William Nolan. Uh, I met him like five months ago, and I have no idea how I did, but he expressed how good the community looked, and, and he says uh, he didn't move here. He went, bought an acreage in early, they decided to go to Carroll. He's 96 years old. He goes back and forth to California. So he wanted to do something with our local veterans, like take them to eat or something. Not sure that was going to work, so I said that he could pay five hundred dollars. That would buy flags for the memorial, because the city buys them every year about five hundred bucks. So I have a check here for the veterans' memorial for new flags for Memorial Day. If we can get them. Thank you, William. He's in California again. Nice fellow. Is he the one that used to own the cabin on the east side of Lake years ago, where Jim and Lois Long lived? Oh, here you can have a check. <coughs> Nice fellow. Just, he only eats Mexican restaurants. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> okay, we'll move on to the consent agenda. We have yeah, additions. Just, yeah, I know that they're that on Saturday I sent out uh, some additions to the consent agenda, not included in the original uh, in the original agenda. That is to approve liquor license for the community club for sip and sample, approve closure of Main Street and Fourth Street for sip and sample on uh, 3rd and approved closure of 3rd Street for Stone Pier Summer Concert Series for the uh, four uh, summer dates this year. Other than that, everything is uh, the same. Motion. Motion to approve. Roll call. Laura. Yes. Baldwin. Yep. Beckman. Yep. Frank. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Okay, we have three building permits. I trust these are all measured correctly. Yes. Motion to approve. I'll make that motion. Second? Second. Roll call. Thank you. Yes. Moore. Yes. Frank. Yes. Beckman. Yes. Baldwin. Yes. Okay, uh, this is kind of an occasion. This is Scott's last meeting, so this will be his last administrator report. Son of a gun. Son of a gun. We wish you the best of luck, and many of us will miss you. Well, thanks. I do that. Hey, a um, couple things for you. Then the one item that's listed there is process for hiring utility superintendent. First of all, we said that uh, we'd have first uh, review of applications then after the 22nd. So there'll be one more week of application time. I gave you the copies of the applications that we have received so far. 
So my question for the council is then what process would you like to like to work through as far as uh, working through the selection? Would you like to use a committee structure? Would you would you like to have the entire council involved in this? Would you like to start with the committee and end with the council? Any input from the council? What would they like? I think it should be a council review. Well, it's, I guess it's just a, Start with the committee. I would certainly see that, of course, the, the interview of, of the candidates needs to happen before the, before the entire council. It's a department head position. You want to be able to select that. Um, and it, it can just be, you know, that we get you all the applications and you can, we can whittle them down through uh, uh, either, a, either a meeting or through, just through an email exchange and two people had some, some suggestions and see how many how many folks you'd like to interview. One thing about this though, and we'll work through our our uh, agreement uh, with John Gibson then at the end here, that I, I think I'd really suggest John would, would work with the council as you work through this process. He'd be around to get them back on on the uh, on their feet and get going. I think his input would be really good. Would be valuable. Um, okay, entire council to interview. That's just me, my opinion. I don't know where it really fits. And I think all of us review them, you know, and our input. Does it have to be in a committee altogether? Can we? Can we do it like we did with the other? Yeah, I mean, you can do it. You can do it two at a time. That and that would be fine too. We'll let's do that. We'll work through some committee that way. Yeah. So sometime after after next Monday, we'll we'll get some get all of the council together two by two, and and you guys can figure out who it is that you would uh, like to invite for interview. I think my only other thing is uh, is Yetter Locker, and there is a letter at your at your desk tonight from Beanstream Kim, and that is that's a sewer analysis then from uh, from Yetter. So what we had asked of Yetter is to take sewer samples basically the same time of the day for five straight days. We want to see what a, what a week of activity looks like there. So they did that, and they took those five samples at 1 o'clock every day, and it, it has some interesting information there about how things change from day to day. Okay, so just as you're looking at that, know that, know that they slaughter on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So that would, uh, they, the higher, more concentrated waste levels are those days. Okay, so, um, and you can certainly take time and, and read through that correspondence from, from Bob Deanstra. But, you know, the short answer there is that, you know, if it's, an, if it's the type of operation that Jason runs over in, in Yetta right now, there's really no, no concern about the wastewater side of things. Um, and if it's a, a small expansion from that, still really no concern when you get to 
be really uh, a substantial increase from where it's at right now, two or three, four times larger um, than you would want to um, be cognizant of what's going on out there and, and how much of your of the city's wastewater treatment capacity is being devoted into one customer. Okay. So uh, still very, very positive in that regard. Um, today I received an, an application from Larry Hauser about rezoning some property. Okay, so this this land would be uh, basically the same depth as, as Stuart Bones acreage, and then it's directly to the west of Stuart. So it, about about that acreage there would be as, as deep and about 250 feet wide was the uh, proposal for what will become a request for rezoning. Front part of that is zoned as commercial, and back part is residential. But uh, this type of use would be an industrial use, so we would. Uh, pursue a, a rezoning then to industrial. All good news. You bet. Yeah, everything, I mean, everything really is falling in line now. We can continue along. And I visited with Larry more than on the draining stuff. Yeah, that, that uh, so Larry does still intend that, that he's going to do a lot of dirt moving there to take off that knob and would take that dirt over, build, a, build up a building site then for the uh, for the locker. Okay, talked a little bit about the notion of uh, you know if you're doing that, and we were looking at a at a uh, a cross ground uh, ground drainage swale type of a drainage system. Would this be something that we could somehow work together to uh, to accomplish a couple of, of those things? Okay. Um, it was a little, a little cold to, to start with. I started talking more about that and was willing to talk with his uh, his excavation folks while they were on site and get some idea of really what's involved. So it's, uh, it's open for discussion. Because wouldn't that be in our best interest to partner with him and his best interest? Sure could be, yeah. yeah. Everybody's. Right. <laughs> Uh, before we go to the rag right, um, some of us met with out of the Yvette today, and the largest employer for Sac County is here tonight. Rhett, you have a few words for us? This yeah, sure again, sorry, I'm late. I had an interview over at the docket tonight, so <laughs> sorry to make you guys uh, turn around. I can go over there and make it easier. I don't want you to have to turn. Yeah, so uh, we had a really good day today, uh, honestly, folks, and it's cool to see the check. Uh, this is a, a big investment for a VAPCO uh, from a philanthropic uh, uh, mindset. A VAPCO has not always been too involved, I guess you would say, but uh, honestly, I learned about this project uh, when I was here meeting with you folks to get approval for uh, Building B, and here we are three years later. Building B is uh, alive and kicking, and we have Building C uh, going up as we speak. We're open by the 4th of July to have that building up. And the quite honest uh, truth is, is that uh, we're probably low on, on space uh, as it is. We probably need more. Is that me causing that? Too loud? No, it's usually one of these batteries are bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so um, it was great to have you guys out there today. And... Uh, I'm excited about this, and our employee base was as well. We had lots of comp compliments, and and uh, they're excited about that. I think this community center is going to be really good for us moving forward. I mean, we meet three times, excuse me, four times a year on the 15th of March, and uh, 
uh, June and September and December. And as you guys saw that we're out there today, I had to move a bunch of stuff to be able to get everybody assembled in that area. Uh, not to mention our plant managers meetings are held someplace every year and we're looking for that picnic. So anyway, that's kind of a little bit basis on, on the community center um, funding, but uh, we're excited to jump on board for that. Uh, other news at Avapco, it's, it's very busy. Um, we have enough work right now lined up to get us through. Uh, we have the remaining part of 2023 already scheduled. And so, I mean, we're not talking a couple dollars in cents. This is a $125 million a year plant, folks, here in Lakeview. So we have uh, 2023 booked. Uh, we have seen a little bit of a little, a little recession, a little bit, um, from orders and order inputs. Uh, but that came back last week. And so uh, I'd say that uh, before we know it, we're going to have first quarter of 2024 booked as well. So things are, things are going well. Reality is, we're still going to need a lot more people to do it. We're sitting right at 289 as we as we stand here today, and uh, we're almost at 300 a month ago. But um, yeah, so it's 300 people that we're we're employing out there right now. But other than that, you know, we're we're interviewing tonight. We're interviewing for a, a people manager, and we hired a parts manager there a couple weeks ago. It's going to be starting. So you know, you get that many people, and now you got to start adding those pieces to be able to. Keep them going in the right directions, and uh, I got a young man starting from Lakeview tomorrow, so that's kind of exciting. You guys brought that up the last time I saw you, but um, all good stuff at Avapco. Yeah, we want to thank you for being a great yes. partner with Lakeview. Yeah, thank you. Could I make a comment? Yes, Judy, go ahead. Uh, we have been meeting with, as the part of the housing committee, development committee. We've been meeting with you for three or four years, and I don't want you to think that we have forgotten you or you know, the need for uh, income housing, mm -hmm. uh, lower, not lower, workforce. workforce housing in Lakeview. Yeah. We are still working on it very hard. So right. hopefully we can do that. And it maybe if we have this workforce housing, more people will be moving here and will be able to be employed and that will help with your employment too. That is a difficult thing. Uh, <laughs> when I go into interviews, especially at manager level, uh, it, that's, a, that's a tough one to get people to live somewhere. Now, I will say this. My friends up in Sac City, like Steve Spots, and and uh, just to name one, I guess, you know, they're doing that expansion in Sac City. And I initially was pretty like, well, I was against it in the mindset of, hey, we're not actually looking to put people in brand new homes. Uh, but he actually shared something with me, and I, I just hadn't thought about it, is by new homes coming in, that maybe gives current homeowners for 20, 30 years an opportunity to, to move up, and then another house becomes available. And that articulation of home and housing happens. So, you know, if we can get into that type of affair that more housing is available, that will obviously be a benefit to us. Well, we're still working on it. We just met again this week. So I still think an apartment would go well. So we've even talked about putting up living quarters. I mean, yeah. it, not probably very seriously, so don't write that down. <laughs> Somebody's making me batteries great. We went to SpaceX and you ought to see some of the little tiny homes they've got there for those workers. Sure. It's just amazing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, any other questions, I guess? Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank appreciate you. it. Thank, Thank you, you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. taking Glad your time. Glad to be here. Okay. How about Rag Ray? Uh, just a couple things. Uh, we had uh, the head of Rag Ray stop by today. Um, they are uh, scheduling a pre-ride June 5th to 
for about around somewhere around 50 riders to ride from the start to the finish that week just to uh, ride the ride. Uh, volunteers are still needed, so um, if you'd like to help volunteer for Red Bride, um, make sure you call Hannah or myself. Um, and then uh, we also need your shirt size if you're um, wanting to help. Um, uh, we're looking for sponsors for some banners uh, that we're going to be putting up uh, on the viaduct or up here um, on the main street here. Um, vendors, if anybody out there is thinking about being a vendor, you need to get those applications in ASAP. So that's where we're at. They were up here for Sac County League to write red people and give us a little speech. Mostly about his life. Somewhere around uh, 30,000 writers. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. <laughs> Okay, we're going to open the public hearing on proposed amendment to the 22-23 budget. Any public input? Just the, the comments on on this budget amendment. Really, it's uh, so it starts on page five as far as what the explanations are. Some some expenses in in place. Um, but then in fire, that is a couple things about the, the bus repairs and, and, the, uh, and the siding. Okay, the mini golf, uh, getting that budgeted into the, into the parks was a, a large part there. Okay, and then that water plant media project, uh, extra $100,000 had not been budgeted, so that was budgeted there, as well as the new dock into Town Bay. Okay, a couple of uh, uh, things that were taken out, which which were not done, so the out, the outlaw twenty housing incentives, okay, and then the big one that was postponed until this fall or into the next budget is uh, is capital for streets on the Lakeshore Drive project, okay. Uh, there was a, a little project at the library to replace that front door, put in a uh, uh, an auto opening handicap front door, okay, water. Uh, ends up a little bit uh, with expenses a, a little bit higher and that has to do largely with uh, chemicals and, and uh, salt usage was a little higher. We expect to see that go down and after after this new media uh, project was done. And uh, shop roof that uh, just an update on that we had uh, received a call from them last week looking at 30 days out. So that was that was coming. Uh, then some larger projects then in, in electric about the uh, system maintenance there for the switch gear that we put out on, on the system, okay, that DGR uh, cost service study, and then inventory costs are a little bit higher again, and that just has to do with uh, uh, increased cost in supply chains and being able to buy things when we can. Okay. Um, in total, you know, the, the amendment ends up being a little bit of a negative amendment. Um, but what has to happen when you're doing these amendments is that you get the money in, into the proper place so that the functional categories for, for state budgeting purposes are not overspent. So that's uh, really that's what occurs here. We'll close the public hearing on the proposed budget amendments.
Resolution 
he was a canine handler out there. Uh, he's got his bachelor's. He's done a lot of good things. Um, yeah, we're looking to hire him and get him out on the road because we're obviously down too right now. So you highly, you highly recommend him. I highly recommend him. Yeah, that's what we need. I'll make a motion to hire. And I'll second. Romeo Chavez. Yes, Romeo. There we go. Yep. You call me Alex. No, Alex. Yeah. I go by Alex. You call Alex. Me. <laughs> no problem. Yep. You call me Alex. So with with that, then uh, I do want to review that uh, uh, that resolution since we hire him, and the, the pay is is twenty six oh three. When we restructured the the pay system for the for the police, it is then a percentage of of what the the chief is then based upon uh, years, and and then. So when you get to be a certified officer with two years experience, so that gets you to the high pay. So this is high, this is high pay. And then uh, when it'll roll around then for the first of July for a, for a union change again, there'd be a little bump up there then also. It's also proposed um, that uh, we would grant uh, Alex his personal leave for the remainder of this year. What it amount to is that we would grant three days worth of personal leave. Seems fair. We have a motion and a second for 2324. Roll call. Okay. Beckham. Yes. Motor. Yes. Frank. Yes. Holman. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Welcome, Alex. Thank, Thank you. 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 Okay, resolution 2325 is approving the community cat grant agreement. So we had uh, we were awarded this this uh, cat grant. It's $240,000 cat grant. Comes to the city council for action tonight, just as a requirement of the of the contract that says that the contract would be approved by resolution of the city council. Um, just a little update then on on uh, fundraising that that fundraising does continue. So with with this cat grant, there was still a uh, a gap there that was about two hundred thousand dollars when they started to work on it, and um, then uh, they they have continued to make contacts and, and work on that, and then a mailer was was sent out again here this past week, um, with working towards bringing in those additional funds then, and then great places said that they would work with us on, on some additional fundings also, uh, not knowing exactly what that would be. But uh, that's the status. So if it's $1.6 million project, the gap was $200,000 to work. Can I add? Yes. I've written two grants, and I have three more in the pipeline. So. Great, thanks. Thank you. I'll make the motion to approve. Second. Roll call. Bowler. Yes. Frank. Yes. Beckman. Yes. Wolfman. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Great. Thank you. Thank you. We have an agreement to purchase power, affirmed power. <coughs> now, um, what I want to talk through is starts on page 26, and just a reminder again about about how we purchase our power. That we we have a substantial allocation of our power that comes from WAPA. Though something over 70% of our power comes comes from WAPA, and the remainder of that then we purchase 
from MEAN, the Municipal Energy Agency of Nebraska. So, and then uh, we have pur purchased power from them for several years. I think we had a five-year contract and had another three-year extension. So that three-year extension expires in May of 24. Then, um, so we do need to be looking at, at what the city would be uh, arranging for longer-term power. So, Mean has offered us um, some uh, some different proposals, and that is shown a little bit on page 26. They've offered us these three contract options. Okay, so uh, the, the top bullet there, skirt service schedule J. That is what we are right now. That is that's fixed rate. Uh, that is a fixed rate contract where the amount per megawatt hour is going to be established per year. It does go up year over year, but it's been it's been a good way for us to, to buy power. It's just a fixed rate. You know exactly what it's going to be. Even if it escalates a little bit from year to year, it's been uh, a solid way for us to purchase power. Now, most of Means customers are not Schedule J. And actually, most of their customers are the bottom one. Their Schedule M, which is is a full member in Mean, um, and it's a commitment that you would purchase power from Mean, and that jives with with your WAPA contract too. So our our WAPA contract expires, I think, in 2054, 2050 something. 54. And so it's, that's a, a long term. So they gave us Schedule M. The pricing on Schedule M will not be attractive. You know, I'll tell you that already. So, they've then also given us an option there about Schedule K. Well, the, the price of Schedule K is Schedule M plus 5%, but it's a 10-year contract then, as opposed to uh, having a fixed rate under J for five years. Flip to the next page. Here's the pricing. And... You'll see some of my chicken scratches on here as we were sitting through meetings with them. They were explaining this. In the upper left-hand corner there, it says current 52.26. That's what our current rate is as of right now, 52.26, and that would uh, would go up. Then for the first six months of the of the proposed contract, we'll go up $62, and then it does go up annually thereafter. But again, this is proposed to be five years. They gave us that option as, as incremental. They also gave us an option as flat rate. You could have a five-year flat rate on that at $64.90. The dollars work out just the same. So there, there is no financial uh, incentive to choose one over the other. But uh, it has worked well for us to know that your price is going to escalate over the years, but you can, you can plan for that. Now, uh, and then the right-hand side, you can see what service schedule K rate is. And this would be that 10-year rate at 75.19. Flip back into that council memo and I'll talk through a couple of these numbers there. Because um, based upon 52.26 in, in 2021, the gross amount that, that we paid to mean was $520,000. For that rate from June to December of 24 then, the proposed rate would go up to $62, and it increases six months later, and it increases annually thereafter. But based upon the 2021 usage at that $62, okay, we 
the amount that we pay to me would increase to six hundred seventeen thousand dollars. So still a ninety, still a ninety-seven thousand dollar increase this year for for what we would pay for power. But yet I would also tell you I think it's pretty good, pretty solid deal. You know, about as about as good as uh, as what we would see. So. How long is that contract you talking about? This proposal will be for five years. Okay. Uh, just on page 28, that just breaks it down a little bit about how we uh, how we buy power, and you see that it's 72% lump up, 28% from mean. Page 29 shows composite rates. Composite rates include transmission. And uh, those transmission fees that that are then coming from WAPA. So you see what the what the WAPA rate is compared to what the, the mean rate is. And you know, of course, that's why we're we're so very fortunate to to have that huge WAPA allocation. Helps us out a lot. Keeps the the total composite rate lower. And then on page 30 and 31 was just some examples of what was happening with with electricity pricing. And you know, they're they were uh, really talking through the notion that over the past several years, you'd see you see power costs continue to rise, and they would anticipate that that uh, continues to some extent into the future. So as as we look at um, these options for for power supply, uh, I had submitted these proposals then to Marlon Verbus, who is our electrical consultant, and had Mar Marlon give us his first flush about any of these proposals who he received from me. Okay. And it, it's just a you know, pretty easy decision. You look at Schedule J and it'd be that incremental rate. Okay. The main question would be, are you ready to get into a, another five-year contract with me or would you like to go to the market and take an RFP out to the market? So that was my main question for Marlon. And, and, of course, you're just second-guessing whatever the market's going to do. But his answer basically was, you should stay with me. We've used him for years. Yeah, we have. Yeah. yeah. So I'm interested in your thoughts on that. Um, again, the main question being whether you would whether you would want to go to the market to see what's out there on the market or not. Does it cost us anything? Oh, you'd, you'd hire a consultant to do it, and it it's a it's a lengthy undertaking. It's yeah. Well, I know what the talk is in the country, and electric rates are going to skyrocket. Yep. I think there's a lot to be said for fixed rate contract. You know yep. that that ties us in, and you know which one. I am okay with that. Um, we haven't got a rate adjustment. You know, from DGR yet either, what they think are No, but that's the other part about this is timing-wise, though, to include in that cost of service study, if you would make a decision that you'd like to stick with, with mean through the Schedule J uh, contract, that we would have have uh, DGR incorporate those prices then into our cost of service study, knowing that uh, that those are set then for the next several years. So we're looking for a decision tonight? No, you know, if we can get some guidance about which, which way you would like to go tonight, I would tell you that uh, the agreement is, is in your package. That starts on page 32. There's also an ordinance that, that MEAN would require that, that we pass. We don't have that ordinance yet. So 
uh, we could not take action to to enter into anything officially tonight. If we would get guidance that that uh, that's the way that you would like to go, we would we would make that happen and be ready to go at the next council meeting. So, what would the council like to do? Well, my opinion is that we know what we have for at least five years, and I'll bet a dollar to it that it'll go up no matter what we have to do for our next one. But you don't want to tie yourself in a, to a real long term either, so because there might be some other something else that would pop up that would be a little more competitive. But at least we'd be controlling our destiny for five years, and we can work on our what, what it's going to cost the, the average homeowner. So uh, that's my two cents worth. We'd like to have a consensus. If if folks are on board with this, then we could have a motion to to uh, instruct the staff to proceed uh, with schedule J. I'll make that motion. Yeah. Second. Dave, you second? Yeah. Roll call. Okay, thank you. Yes. Walter? Second. Yes. Frank? Yes. Hold on. Yes. Okay, we need to do a WAPA agreement for credits, I guess. We didn't really give credits. This is something this is something brand new and it's something that at, at some point in the future this this may be something that is that is, is beneficial to WAPA customers. So it just works like this, and, and as soon as we explain this, we'll get to the point where I'm going to ask you not to make a decision on this tonight either, because I, I gave you the contracts, those are just at your, at your seat tonight, they're lengthy, and we, we want to have a chance to review those. Um, so the concept here is that the utility members of WAPA will be able to earn some renewable energy credits for the proportionate amount of WAPA power. That, that they purchased from WAPA, okay? So, uh, so currently, these credits, you, you would obtain your credits, they're not tradable, and they can't be sold, you know, anything like that, but you gotta account for them. You gotta keep account, and we would absolutely want to make sure that we keep accounting for these things. Now, they may, they may not be valuable today, but you don't know what the, what the, uh, what the future's gonna bring. And the concept of being having some renewable energy credits that are that you own that could potentially at some point be of, of some use to you or some value or some trading value, you would certainly want to do that. The issue for the city is how do we account for those for those RECs then? So we, um, as a member of Mean, Mean will account for our RECs for us. And we would we would want to do this. We you could <laughs> conceivably set up something on your own, but that's just way above what what we would do for our for our small utility. So um, we would have the uh, uh, have mean look after our, our REC. That's what these. There's two agreements in this packet tonight, and we got to have an agreement with WAPA about having mean. Um, about having mean manage our RECs, and then you got to have a, an agreement with mean about having them do it. 
currently, and the, the agreement reads this with me, is that currently there's no cost to uh, have them manage our RECs, and there would be no cost unless WAPA instituted a cost to be passed through. So, uh, something that uh, the, the city is, is going to want to do, and I would strongly advocate that we would use MEAN to, to manage our RECs. I would just not recommend that we're going to do that today. Then we won't do that. Okay, Ordinance 527. Parking? Yeah, you want to talk about that a little bit, Mike? Well, I've witnessed up there at the school the, the one-way street heading west toward the school. Mailboxes are on the north side. The no parking is on the south side. And I suggest that we move the no parking to the north side um, to try and keep the mailboxes clear. And there's more driveways on the north side. It just, just, I mean, it's a minor adjustment. And, yeah, so be more at, effective, I think. I'm looking at the uh, at the ordinance about this, about establishing that no parking zone there <coughs> on the north side of the street. We I did not find that in the code. I don't know that we have ever established an ordinance on this. This would establish an ordinance to move the no parking zone to the south. No, excuse me. Move it. To move the it north to the side. north. Move it to the north side. Has, has our chief looked at? Have you looked at that at all? Yeah, yeah, it's been a it's been a pain all year. So yeah. you would It'd be a good idea. Yeah. But we should do it after the school year ends so it doesn't confuse the... Yeah, you're not going to be able to probably change it now, but <coughs> thankfully we're, we're real close to the end of the school year. Right. So. Yeah, there's, last days there, there's cars that already park on the south side. I mean, when it says no parking. It's, yeah, it's crazy up there right now. Yeah. And I know this is not legitimate. Did you talk to him about that stop sign? Well, I yeah, we, talked yeah, to him. Yeah, we talked about that too. And, and uh, about that stop sign out there by Lincoln Cutoff? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't see a reason for a stop sign. I mean, we, we really haven't received any complaints out there. We haven't had any accidents out there. Uh, are you correct that there was an accident there? Teresa Drilling. When? I don't know the exact date, but um, Mary uh -huh. Meyer. Mary oh, Meyer. Golf cart. Golf cart. She cut the corner, and but there was a... I was sitting there, and there was two pickups in Brandon Poons' driveway, and a car came from the south heading north, and I had to inch my way out to see, and had I not been going slow when I inched my way out, I more than likely would have been clipped, because that car was moving right along. So that's why I suggested putting a stop sign heading north. It'd be a three-way stop. I'll look at it again. Let me go back out there again. It, it's probably changed a little bit since Brandon. Well, yeah, since Brandon's yeah. house is there and vehicles in his driveway. Prior to Brandon's house being there, it was open space, so you could see. Okay. Yeah, I've almost been hit a couple of times. Oh, yeah. And I've had to stop, and then I freak out. The person coming from, there are people who are coming from the south. Yeah. Are are going in a nice clip. <laughs> and that's that's and what so, happened to me that day yeah. too. I'll go out there and look at it again. Okay. I'll let you know. There's another spot out there too as you go down where they're on that new construction 
right there by Lakewood Ballroom. North of Lakewood? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's real bad because you have the entrance to um, Harbor Rody's. Harbor Drive. Harbor, Harbor Drive, Drive, yeah. And then you have Lake Sh um, Lakewood coming out there. And that's real bad right now because you can't see around the new house. I think it needs something at the top of the hill that says like hidden driveways or something. We can take a look at that too, Chris. Yeah. yeah. Come back with something. Yeah, because that's all new going up out there. It's all new. Yeah. 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 So I'll make a motion that we change this no parking from the south to the north. Ordinance 527. Yeah. First, yeah. first reading of the ordinance. Second. I'll second it. Roll call. Okay, exactly. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Order. Yes. Frank. Yes. Holden. Yes. You want to have a motion to waive the second and third readings? Um, do you want to wait or? I guess if you, you might want to, you might want to wait and see if there's any uh, feedback from the neighbor. Okay. And like say, you didn't want to make that change before the. Before sure, the anyway. We wouldn't want to confuse the little ones. It's not the little sure ones. Yeah, it's the big ones too. <laughs> okay, we're going to talk about the street sweeper. Yeah, so let's, uh, let's talk about that a little bit, about, about opportunities with the street uh, sweeper. We have this proposal, it starts on page 53, a proposal uh, uh, from Mid-Iowa Solid Waste. So, Tom from Mid-Iowa Solid Waste is here tonight and may be able to, uh, to talk us through this proposal. Uh, about that street sweeper. Um, I guess why don't you do that, Tom? Can you just talk about the machine a little bit and maybe a little Q&A about, uh, about the machine? And, and this would be our, the our demo that we brought up and showed you guys yep. in the, the, the demo. Because we did multiple proposals. Basically, we've got our demo that's, I take it around and rep from Nebraska. We just do what we did that day. Spend about an hour, show it off, and street, sweep a little bit. It's not going to have a ton of hours on it. We run it till fall, and then it'll be ready for delivery. Um, the other option was to order a brand new one. When it came in, which is at 210, 240 days, you could wait till that one, or the source for one. But uh, yeah, the demo one, it's, like I said, it's available in the fall. Um, pretty much has all the options on it you guys were looking for. Um, it's 2023 Freightliner Cummins Allison. Um, it's got the tube in the back for doing intakes, things like that, you know, you just have to leave that intakes and all that. Uh, stainless steel body, uh, pretty well loaded up. I mean, our demos are pretty pretty well loaded too, so. So, like I said, once either we get our new demo in or we're done with it in the fall, that's when we'll be ready for delivery. So it'll be sometime in November, more than likely. How, how many hours do you have on the motor that does the actual work for sucking up this stuff? Is that yeah. Right now, not very many, but we'll have to estimate. I probably, I don't know. I mean, it won't be that many hours on it. Like I said, it's really just a demo model. So and you spend about what you just said. You spend about an hour. Hour here, you know, and I'll run it around quite a bit. Nebraska, we'll run it around, and then Eastern Iowa. So we'll we'll have some hours on it. The nice part about that, everything's set. It's been broken. It's been gone through. Um, when we take that out, Brian Davis, our rep, is with us a lot of times, so we do a lot of modifications, adjusting things, you know, that we could do with a new one, too. But like Dean always said, it kind of gets the bugs out of them, and we get it, and it's ready to roll. That was kind of his goal in that. Um, it does save a little money, too. 
So we took off for that, as you can see in the price difference on the uh, the demo one versus the new one. That's that's the money savings. I have a question. You may not like it, but who else, who else makes other street sweepers? Just how many companies are out there? So a number of them. A lot of them. I mean, there's there's Elgin, there's Johnson, like you have. Yeah. Um, them are the three. Us three are kind of the main ones that I butt heads against. Um, so that's kind of the ones we run around. But there's also different kinds. You've got mechanical sweepers, vacuum sweepers, and regenerative air, which we are regenerative air, which is good for picking up sand, fines, heavy debris, things like that. We're not your your big large sticks and hubcaps right. and things like that. Yeah, they don't pick up sticks. Nope. So, but we do different than a mechanical. A mechanical can do the big stuff, but it leaves a lot of fines and debris that gets in your, your storm sewers. And that's that's what you're after, is trying to clean up the storm or the streets before it hits the storm sewers and ends up in the lake eventually. But uh, what, you know, what makes yours better than the competitors? Well, I mean Tempco's been around. They are a home a family of ran business. Um, still third generation now is running the business. Um, their super has not changed a lot in the years they've been manufacturing. Uh, all manufactured out of Waco, Texas. So parts availability or if we don't have it in Johnston, Iowa, it's in Timco. We'll pull it off the assembly line and get it here in the bay. Nothing coming overseas, things like that. Um, all US made. Uh, stainless steel body on ours all the way through. Um, just the way our pickup heads designed, we do awesome on leaves. I'm sure you guys have a leaf problem in the fall too, so um, we can remove the front curtain on ours. We've got a curtain lifter that's operated in the cab, but we can also pull the curtains off. Um, and then it's one giant vacuum. 87 inches, you can just go pick up leaves. So that's kind of where ours shines is really is, is leaves and, and the small finds, keeping that from the storms. On that tube on the back hmm? for cleaning out the, the storm sewer grates and stuff, if hypothetical situation arose where we needed to use that for like our uh, our back tank, you know, because it's got a power, if I, if I see it right, it's got a power washer mm -hmm. wand. Can we use that on dirt stuff too? You can. Um, you're only going to go a few feet deep. You're not going to go, you're not going to hydro-excavate a huge hole 15 feet deep. Right. Um, but you would be able, I, mean, I know people doing it, using it for like their pit waste in their shops. Um, they'll suck them out with, or They'll do a small hydro-excavation hole or something like that. But, you know, you might dig a signpost or something like that, but you're not going to want a big, like a blower would on a vacuum truck. And if we were a new one, I don't see the price of a new one compared to the demo. I think he provided it. I just provided the demo. Yeah, the new one I got, 348, 312 would be a new one. And that's 200 and, well, 240 to 300 days delivery on that one. <clears throat> So that'd be in the spring. We'd like the 2021 price. <laughs> Everybody would. <laughs> I just thought I'd let you know. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, I, trust <laughs> me. Trust me. I've, you won't miss that. I, I don't get paid until things are delivered and uh, okay. paid for. So, yeah, I've been waiting for a year and a half, 18 months on trucks. It hasn't been, hasn't been fun. So. This is a, you said what chassis is on here? I was gone that day. This one actually has an international chassis with a Cummins and Allison. Okay, Allison 6 feet. Yeah, 3,000, I think it is on it, so. Okay. Yeah, and it's got the, you can't, I mean, the Cummins and Allison is kind of what everybody's going to now. Um, they've all got away from the back doors on that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, our owner knows why. He spent 35000 on one we had, so, right. on one of our rentals, so. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to put another Max Force back in it. 
So you replace a problem with a different no time model. No chance if we would decide to go with this demo unit to get it any sooner? I'm working on it. I'm trying to get another order. I mean, that's our goal is to get one order and get one sooner than that. Um, with the market, I don't want to mislead you and say yes, because I don't know. If, if we do I decide hope. on this one tonight, uh, we'll do everything we can to get it. Oh yeah, we're, we're going to order a new one regardless, and then yeah, we'll limit some hours too. We'll, keep, you know, we'll not send it out on rents or things like that, it'll just be demo model. So, And most of the demo, a lot of that stuff's me driving around. I mean, I almost brought it tonight, I didn't have it. Right? I brought it and then I'd have worked this area tomorrow, you know, with it. So a lot of it's just driving hours on, which, or miles, which once you get it, you guys won't put much for miles on it in. Did I hear you say you won't send it out for rents? We wouldn't send it out for rent then. Sometimes we'll send ours out for rent sometimes, but we would. Like if you guys purchased it tonight, that would. That Do you have happen. stuff available for rents? Mm -hmm. the, the similar models? Mm -hmm. Older. Right. Typically older. We got a 2010 Max Force, and then we got a 2002 older one we'll send out on rent. We've got a 435 coming in that'll be a rental. And then we'll do like um, Newton Speedway. Yep. We're a sponsor for them, so the Timco preferred sweeper out there, so we sponsor that. So, so we'll what, send it to the track too. What does the rent cost? Eight thousand a month. <clears throat> and then to and from our shop, so you got to get it up there. You know, send a driver or whatever it may be. But. Is there? Sorry, I'm asking. Go for it. Yep. Is there a possibility that if we rent one from you for three months or four months, whatever it be, that some of that rent fee can come off the purchase of the demo since we can't get the demo? Possible. We talk to the owner. We've done that in the past. We oh, do that on logic. we do that on um, like sewer cleaners. We'll put that and then it'll be it's like fifty percent we'll put back the equity back into the ownership of it. Basically it's a need of a sweeper. Yeah. Like rent one of the older ones and then one of the new ones, so you have one here. I I seen rag I seen some of that on the agenda. I'm thinking, man, well, yeah. it'd be nice to have a sweeper. Yeah. <laughs> and did you look at the existing one we had? Oh yeah. Is it worth anything to you? No, because one of the, one like that, you got a we got a trailer and things, and it's you guys would get more money putting it on dev deals than what I'm going to be able to offer. Just we're not a dealer. If it was a Timco, yes, but since it's not our brand, parts for them are. Extremely difficult to get. <coughs> Some of them come overseas, so I would recommend going to Gov Deals. You're going to get big iron, iron money. Big iron, big iron work. work. Any of them. We've had good luck with Purple Wave. Yeah. Yeah. Any of them sites is going to be. I I don't want to insult you because right. I got a dolly it, and it's Please. it's a huge expense to me yeah. up front. I would like to see what kind of deal you could give us for if we rent one until the demo was ready. Rent all. Yeah. Whether it's the 2000, let me say, yeah, 2002 or. Yeah, there's an older one. There's that 2010. The 2010 come from uh, City of Milford. I took it on trade. The only downfall of his is Max Force, which they had no problems with what they say. Uh, whatever. And we, and we have, we have the lawsuits. <laughs> but we're only talking a couple months here. Whenever you get this. Well, if it's rented, the. If something goes wrong with the Max Force we, motor, we you guys would... We got to take care of it. Yeah. That's what happened right. last week. So. <laughs> but no, it's for sale. So it's... Yeah. We did, I mean, it gives us an opportunity to see what we'd have 
There's a possible two. We might have a 435 coming in, which is pretty much everything's the same. It's a four-yard hopper versus a six-yard hopper. Okay. So you might have to go dump more, but it's still, it does a great job sweeping. It's on a Zuzu chassis, a little smaller to get around, but and that Suzu, might be for rent, too. And a Suzu chassis, is it? Mm -hmm. That stub knows the Suzus? Mm -hmm. Yep, we put them like, uh, that that's from, what Brita has. Do you get that from Housby? Timco, when they order all the chassis, they order a pool of them. Okay. So we don't really, we don't get them from anybody. They already come on the two Timco drive. So yeah, Brita's got the 435, Dunlap's got the 435, so they're good little sweepers. I mean, they work just as well. They're just... Yeah, see what you can work out for. Smaller it. hopper. Mm -hmm. Yep. Does that make sense? So what are you what are you thinking? Right. See, so, so you want to see what kind of deal I can put together on rent for the summer or three months? I would say until the demo is available. Yep. If we decide to purchase a demo, until the demo is available. Right. Unless it's winter time and then we don't need it in winter time. You know what I mean? Yeah, just so it high. And then we're looking at three weeks. Right. So, I mean, get that theory. Let's go for it and let's see what you come up with. Yeah, I can get something right away. I mean, I like 75% rebate better than 50%. <laughs> <laughs> all, all I can do is ask you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to start looking at spending $333,000. Mm -hmm. um, can we save the $1,900 shipping if we go to Boyd and get it? Oh yeah. Now we we do, all we require is insurance certificate. This is the big deal. Yes, because I see shipping's nineteen thirty nine. Um, that is yeah you could. Yeah. Um, the shipping on the new one though is that's already embedded in. I had to get it up here from Tempo, so I have that in the cost. But like your rent and stuff, can you come get it and yeah we figure that out. But uh, if you can put some of them proposals together because I, that that'd be great. Mm -hmm. So rent. So, we want to make sure you use a sharp pencil. <laughs> and this is contingent on purchase, obviously. Well, absolutely. Yeah. 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 What do you say the new one was? Price wise? 348. About 10. 310, wasn't it? He told us that. Yeah. 348, 312, and. I'm going to tell you that the prices aren't going to come down next year. I've already, we've already been instructed that, that they're going to go up another. And, and one other question, so I got very sorry. Due to material shortages, long material lead times, and unpredictable material cost, this 333 is as high as it's going to be because John wants you to sharpen your pencil. Yeah. <laughs> we, this is a boilerplate on all our proposals. So we've, been, we've had to put that on there due to. I get it. So when everything hit, kind of hit us and hit our manufacturers. So we were actually forced to go back and get. That's all been corrected. Not on Timco. Timco is good, but on other products. No, mailers, we're not expecting a surcharge or anything like that. Nope. No. That's when this all happened, and it was about a year ago. That that's just a standard boilerplate on all our folks now. So. But now I can put a rent together. That's not a problem at all. We look forward to seeing it. Just a, a little up, update then for the council on uh, financing options. Then they've given some financing options like 56, page 56. Well, yes. 
Page 56 showed at least, at least uh, one of their lease proposals. So um, just working through local banks as far as what a what a percent interest rate would be there, uh, just working through local would be, I said, I give me a proposal for 250000 for uh, for five years, and it was, it'll be 35 to 4%. That's pretty good compared to the lease. And the nice part about the lease, and we work with this company just because, or this bank, because they know our equipment. Um, the nice part about the lease is that once you lock the interest rate in, you get a year deferment. So if you ride this out and say interest comes down in November, you get the sweeper, lock your interest rate, you got a whole other year to start payment. So that makes a, a municipal lease pretty attractive. But And then there's no penalty for paying it off early. So that's where something, if you had to get your budget line, things like that, we, we do that quite a bit with the municipalities, just to get them into equipment if something broke or, or they needed it right away or just money shortfall because equipment's jumped up 30%. Um, a lot of people are doing that lease, but the interest wasn't as, and it's, I think it's went down since I give you that even. I talked to them the other day on a piece of equipment, but I don't think it was as good as your bank, attractive as that, but, and I don't know if they do that either, but. Um, so this purchase, like, like this rental, after I get you all this, would that have to go back through council again, or is that something you could make a decision? We could get a get something going to, for the rent, or has it got to go back through another meeting? I think it should come back to the council. Okay. We've got to see how sharp the pencil is. <laughs> I, can, I can work on it. I just I, I want to know my timeline too. So. Yep. And the next council meeting is June, June, June 5th. 5th. Unless we would have a special meeting just to talk about the street sweeper. Okay. Well, we saw the difference in yours and our street sweeper. Which could happen if you have a good <coughs> sharp pencil for us. Yeah. yeah. If it's an offer we can't refuse, you know. Like 75% back in a $300,000 300, purchase price would be pretty, pretty good. <laughs> we won't have a second. We'll, we'll, we'll see you. We'll, we'll see you we'll we'll We won't need a second. We won't need it all. I used to sell trucks, so I know that there's room. There's probably some. It's not as, <laughs> not as good as it used to be, but yeah, there's probably some. Do you have a card you can leave? I do. Because yeah. this demo, this picture of this demo doesn't have that section two and stuff on it, correct? The demo? But is, is that these pictures? That one, let me confirm. Because I don't see no, it. That, no, that's, uh, that's the used one. That's that the one. Oh, okay. Anybody else see it? Yeah. I'll take one. I'll call and see all that place is being sharpened. Be a cheerleader, right? There you go. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Okay, we've got to talk about our pickup for the record department. Jeff, you got any information that we should? I had to stop talk to Dale and I talked to the salesman and the difference between the 450 and the 350 would talk a couple hundred dollars. The problem is if we go to bid the 350, that throws us into the 24s and that changes all the pricing and everything. What's your recommendation? You're looking at waiting, I guess, if you go to the 24 or go to a 350. Please. 
ahead. Ba I mean, basically, you're talking about uh, it's it, the difference between the two is a little payload in the springs is what the difference is. And you need that extra payload, don't you? Well, I was talking with Dale. We, we talked about putting the brine tank on if we continue to use that, too, in the winter also. So you're going to have that weight sitting on it also. Jeff and I talked quite a bit that day. You know, the price difference between the 350 and 450s is minor. So from that, my thing is we're in the middle of hiring a new superintendent. And what if this isn't the type of pickup he wants? And when I say that, and I, I talked to Jeff. The flatbed. Maybe he wants the utility body back on it. Maybe he's going to run things different than what they want. You know, I definitely agree. We need to upgrade the pickup. The other one you said is 2006, right? Yep. Um, you know, that's my only input. We're in the middle of hiring a new. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but see where I'm coming from, and you know, it, it's going to be on order anyway. Unless we go to a lot and find one, and I don't know if you can find one on a, on a, on a government purchase program or not. Mackey's had like nine of them over there. No, oh, really. But I don't know if they're sold. Yeah. You know that that was my only, and I told Jeff that that I would try to bring that up tonight. But that's it's up to you guys. And Chevrolet's waiting to find out at the end of the month whether or not they can get into the government program. They have have not currently been in it for several years. So when they go to bid against Ford and Dodge, they're just totally blowed out of the water. We're, I mean, he said $8,000 difference right off the top. So, so I'm gonna ask you that if, is there something you would use different on the, if you could switch something from your process, looking at it, so. Well, they, that's what they're doing. They're switching now to going to a flatbed with toolboxes instead of the utility box on the back end, right? Right, and get rid of the extended cab where we are on a short, we're getting into a shorter wheelbase for turning. And you feel that would fit, that would fit you best for the flatbed? For, yes, for that. I, I think we should go ahead and buy the 450. Let's do 450. Is that a motion? I make that motion. Is there a second? I'll second. Roll call. Hold on here. Hold on a second. Let's confirm what what's going on when we when we look when we look at the pricing then uh, just so everybody just on page three in the middle of pricing on this would so it'd be a four and a half four fifty, the pricing was sixty one five. The price that we have in, in the packet came from from uh, ABM, I think, but uh, Carol Ford honored that same price? Yes. Okay. So would that be to purchase? I, I would stay local if I were you. To yeah. purchase uh, the 450 from Carol Ford? Mm -hmm. We'll call. Okay, Waltman. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Moore? Yes. Frank? Yes. Beckman? Yes. There you go, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, yeah. You want to do the, the job description for the administrator search? Yeah, I guess my, my first question to the council is that Elizabeth is available to uh, to be on Zoom if, if you would like. Uh, she just said text her when, when we were ready and she'd be available. 
Would you like to be able to uh, interact with Elizabeth? I just know she asked about it when we were doing our interview. Sure. When John and I were there, she asked about it. That's all I'm saying. Because the, well, just the email today was, you know, we're going to talk through this profile and, and make sure that, that everybody's on board with that and if there's any changes to it, she would need the final, final revisions of the uh, of the profile. But uh, thank you. Thank you. Say that we're ready. And then we will we'll talk about these job descriptions here first before we get too much into the profile. And then you know I never did see maybe she did send something that you know I didn't see the general consensus would come back from it. Did she do a report on that? That's right. Uh, this is the job description. You no, know. this this is the so she'll refer to this as the position profile. Okay. And then these three things that I that I prepared, they would be the job descriptions. Okay, so I guess my question is, you know, it's in that thing we in that meetings or interviews or whatever we talked about, you know, Deputy, what do you call it? With the proper term. You have a city administrator, a city clerk, and a deputy city clerk. Or do they go with the same? I don't know what everybody else's opinions was for that stuff. Sure. Great. Did, did, did anybody see a report like that? Not, not from Liz. Right, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, other than the discussion about these three job descriptions. So that that's. Taking a city clerk, a city clerk administrator job description, breaking that out into a city administrator and a city clerk position, and then this shows a third position, which we call the utility billing clerk. Okay. And uh, really just breaking out duties. Then, uh, as far as, as who would be doing what. Um, so this was was sent out to you over the weekend, and we had a chance to take a look at it. But then Kay and I went through this today about about any potential changes. Had a, had a couple of uh, really minor additions uh, to the utility billing clerk uh, description more than anything else. So the uh, the administrator and the, and the city clerk one were uh, okay with staff. I mean, no, no revisions on that. So we would open that up for, for the council and go to your discussion on that. Is that the way that you were, were really looking at this, that you have an administrator and the city clerk and then a third person then as, as a deputy or a union billing clerk. Is that the question you're asking? Yeah, it's a question. Okay. Looking for the council input on that account. I mean, that's kind of what you envisioned, right? That, for me, it was envisioning something because we get dinged on our audit. Right. We know that Scott, in the previous role, as the city administrator has not had the time to get everything done, so we need to add something. We talked about that at some meetings, but I don't know if that's what everybody else was thinking. And I don't know what John and I met with Liz. Right, Liz. Yes. Um, you know, we talked about that, and that the new administrator would be able to have more time because the deputy clerk or the city clerk would be able to do some of the administrator roles and then we'd have the next person come in that would be the I guess we're gonna call it billing clerk if that's the term for you mm -hmm. 
So this should, this would be Liz then entering on on Zoom. Will this be that belly clerk a full time position or part time? I'm just. Asking. I don't know. I think I still think it's up in the air. You know, it's it's at least a part time position, but but I mean, it should be part time. Yeah, because what I read in it, you had her answering the phone and greeting the customers and him or her, him or her, excuse me. Hello there, Liz. So yeah, I, I didn't know if it was part time or full time, or you know, you, you start adding full time, then you're talking benefits and. Sure. Yeah. Uh, we're just really getting to the the point in the meeting then, Liz, where we were discussing. Uh, uh, the breakout of, of job responsibilities then between the administrator and the clerk and then we're also looking at a, a utility billing clerk of, of some sort so that's where where we are in the discussion okay okay I'll listen in um, you know, so so we when John and I were in there we just discussed a little bit of a you know how Guess you'd say the format might change like we're talking about but i don't know what i don't know who was with who the other ones um, what you guys talked about what's your format thought well i express that we need i mean the administrator needs to get be able to get out into the field more and again scott's plate was full inside you know and we needed more persons Making sure the projects were done, you know, and, and supervising the employees. And, I mean, that he, he's an administrator over that. And I think one thing we talked about, John, correct me if I'm wrong, she, Liz asked us about Kay moving to that role and that we'd be willing to send her to whatever classes or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, but you know, I never talked to Kay on that. Pick up the slack. Well, because some of that stuff that's, if, if we're promoting Kay to that city clerk position, I gotta get my terms right, there's gonna be some stuff that she's gonna do that Scott was doing that she might need brushed up on. Does that make sense? Or educated on, right? Training. Training of some sort. Training of some sort. I'm not saying that, I'm not, I'm not against that, I'm just making sure that we're all on the same page and thinking what we're going forward. I, for some reason had it in my head Liz was going to present us with a couple of different options but I didn't see that because we don't know what you guys all talked about. I know what John and I talked about. Can you talk that through a little bit Liz about what what you got for for feelings from all, all of these uh, groups that you talked to mainly the mayor and council about those different meetings and uh, what their thoughts were on uh, allocation of job duties and I know we had talked about about splitting the, the administrator and, and the clerk, but what was just the general, uh, the, the general response from folks as you're meeting with them? Yeah, actually, it was, um, I mean, not to say we voted, because that's an illegal meeting if we did, but I got the, every single one of the elected officials said that they were open to splitting those duties between the city administrator and the city clerk, and that was after review of um, of the survey that I had provided. So there was, you know, for me, there was no, we didn't talk about the deputy city clerk position or having a utility billing 
person as well. We only talked about whether or not, you know, everyone was open to splitting the duties between a city clerk and a city administrator. So once I kind of had, once I had um, kind of a consensus of the council, um, but, you know, then I had said something to you, Scott, that, hey, maybe you want to start putting together, helping put the draft of the of the two job descriptions together, but um, after meeting with each one of the elected officials, that was, it was everyone, the mayor and all council members said, yes, I'm open to that. I'd like to see what the job descriptions look like. And and that's what you have in front of you, I believe. Yeah, and so, so I, did, I guess I don't really want to muddy the water or anything, because I'm the person who threw out this third one about a utility bill, so just understanding that if yeah. you're splitting these duties, you got you got to come up with a third person. But and, we we'll talk about that at this meeting. Like Bill said, yep. um, because that would satisfy our audit. Yes, that does help. It just helps out with workload. Yeah, segregation of duties is a requirement. So. What we need to do is, number one, uh, approve these is what you're saying, and then we got to decide where we're at financially on this. Yep. So when we do this, um, a couple things that I I'll ask the council for is to to approve job description, make sure that everybody's on board with with the notion of of these job descriptions and splitting the administrator and the and the clerk. <clears throat> Would go ahead and include then approval of the. Uh, what we call the utility billing clerk that would that would be just one standalone motion second uh, thing that we'll get into then is the the review of this uh, position profile and that gets into the financial side of things then for the city administrator so i got, I got a question for you mm -hmm. yeah we made a few revisions but but otherwise yeah we, we agree on and then, so, if we get something like this, I'm asking you guys, you two. Um, so Scott's got his office and the new administrator would be over in Scott's office. Would we utilize Bill's office for the other person? For like where you would sit? Or would we make another office back behind or I think the coffee pot's that direction? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or, I mean... Well, my, my, my thought would be if the new um, utility supervisor, you know, used the bill's office like they normally did, then we would utilize the back office and just rearrange that and clear that out so that it would be functional for another office. Okay. Otherwise, yeah, you could use the old utility office. It's just the new utility supervisor may need that space for themselves. But that's all something, you know, if we decide all this that we decided to talk about. We could, there's room we can make it work. I had a question on the city clerk. Is that an hourly or a salary position? You can have, have that discussion. Um, when Kay and I have talked about that, about a potential... Uh, a promotion to be city clerk still be anticipated to be an hourly position. Okay. 
what's your, I guess, what, any any comments on these three job descriptions? I'm not reading through it, so I'm sorry, I'm a slow reader. Okay. <laughs> All right. Is this something you want to decide tonight, or do we have time to look through it? And... I think maybe <clears throat> we're going to need to throw a, a, a city administrator job uh, description out there. Mm -hmm. You'll you'll want that to uh, so she can to be approved so they can recruit off of that. But uh, <coughs> so if we collectively as a council think that. The, process is correct, like we're all in favor of administrator, city clerk, and uh, billing clerk, we can have time to review these and define them job descriptions, correct? Well, the administrator one you want out right away. Right. Get that one out. We have to, we have to approve that. And just remove the, the city clerk items out of that. So I'm I'm thinking of this, get the city main one out, mm -hmm. then I think we need to have a special meeting after we go through this, that we can make some, instead of waiting three weeks, maybe have it in. We have one next week. You know, on Monday night and go with that. I mean, that gives us an opportunity to, to determine what it, this billing clerk, do we want full time? Part time. Part time. I'm not. I'm not sure about that. I want to read all the duties and then see what, what could happen. So I. Yeah, I just think we need to move on this one. So yeah. and, and, and we can we go ahead and move on this concept. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. what I was. Yeah. yeah, We can yeah. move on yeah. the concept. Yeah, I agree with that. You, so you we, but we also have to approve this. Yes, yeah. If you could approve the concept one. and the and the city administrator job description. Right. Okay, so I'll make that motion. Can we edit part of this yet? I, I got a question. It says that um, the city... Which one, which one are you looking at? City administrator. Okay. Has to live within 10 air miles. I think if city administrator is getting paid what they're going to get paid, they certainly can afford a house in Lakeview. And I think they need to be invested in our community. I mean... We're talking taxes and whatnot, and you know, if they aren't in the community, people might balk at that. That they're, they're not really invested into this community. It's just a job. I would like to strike that part of it out. They they have to live within the city limits. Elizabeth, what's that do for our recruiting? Something like that, or within.
either way with it. Now is the time to do it, though. If you're going to do that, then we need to get it on the advertisement, and we need to change it on the job description. Because right now, right now, I just copied it from the job description that you already had in place. And we don't want to, we do or don't want to state preference given to somebody that lives in the city limits, correct? Oh, I wouldn't say it that way. I would just say if, if you are required to live within the city limits, if you there is a residency requirement. And, uh, you know, if or you live within ten miles or thirty miles or within the county, I've seen that. Or they live within Sac County, and you can go that route too. So there's lots of ways. But whatever you do, no. you know, you want to have consensus of the council on making that that change and putting it then I will put it in the advertisement and you'll want to change it on the job description as well. Well, if there's an acreage just outside the town, I'd take that. Um, what does that do to our pool, though, if you um, just narrow it down to the city? I mean, does that hurt us from getting applicants or does it hurt us at all or what? Well, I mean, you could maybe get more applicants, potentially, if you did that, if you were open to it. I wouldn't change your mind after you get all the applications and then say, no, you have to live here because then you're changing the, you know, the scope of that. But, um, but you know, again, I don't think it'll hurt you. I mean, it's a beautiful community and uh, it's not uncommon that people have to live in the town that they are working for. I, I like the idea of them having a vested interest in the community. Well, if, if it's not in the city limits, if it, I don't know how to word it as far as a mailing address. I mean, I the. I, I think it should be in the city limits. Yeah, I, I can word it for you. I think what I would just recommend if you're going to go that route is to just make sure it says that. They have to live within Lakeview within, say, third, uh, say six months of of employment. Give them some time to find a place, find a place. and then and then also put language in there that says um, unless agreed upon by the parties. So then, say your person starts working and they're working with a realtor, and there's one house on the market, and they're just it's out of their price range that you can say. We understand and we're going to give you some more time um, and that you know of course you don't want to hold it against them that they're, they're looking so you know that they're looking right so I mean nobody wants to sign a contract when it says six months that's it so if you put a little language in there that says or upon you know or agreed upon by the parties that gives you some time to give them to find a home that suits their family I like that idea. So that's what I that that's what I've done too. So I can do that, and I can mm -hmm. provide that language for you. Could that language say like a council's discretion or something like that? Yeah. Agreed upon by both the parties. Okay. So you have a party, you have the person that. That's usually how it is. Okay. I mean, you could ask your attorney, but that's usually how you say it is. What what's agreed upon by by the parties? Judy, go ahead. I can understand the timing and I could go along with that, but I would like to say if you don't care enough and look, don't like the city enough to live in it, why would you even want to be a good administrator? Sure, but thank you. Good point. I have just oh, thank you. Oh, a second. Go ahead. Vicki, go ahead. So the, the job description that you're going to have, 
Is it broad enough then that if you don't hire this third person, that that like the added duties for K aren't are in there? I mean, I guess I'm just wondering about that. Or is the job description you've already by the job description itself you've already decided that you've got three employees? The the motion would approve that concept about about three. Based on this job description for the administrator, mm -hmm. that's what I wondered about. So, so I'll make that motion with the change of that language in there. For the residency. The residency. Agree upon both parties. Yes. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, Liz. Yes. You bet. So. Yeah, so it's so the, the motion that, uh, that Dave has here is to, to approve the concept of, of these three positions, approve the city administrator job description with uh, requiring the residency within six months within the city limits unless agreed upon by both parties. For an extension. No, yeah. For an extension. We have a second. Second. We'll call. Okay, Waltman. Yes. Motor. Yes. Frank. Yes. Beckman. Yes. Thank you. Yes. All right. So that would be item number one. Then, and item number two would be to talk through the nice, colorful position profile. Okay. Judge, I'm I'm just going to correct a. Uh, Correct an error in, in here before they get into anything particular about about the contents. Uh, Les, just in the education part, um, yeah. it, it says that Sac City is just 10 miles, that's to the north of Lakeview. And then talking about community colleges, in there's one in, in Carroll, and then there's one at Fort Dodge, but Fort Dodge is like 60 miles. So, oh, okay. Not, not a 30, Maybe we're gonna... not a 30 minute statement. Okay, so maybe we want to eliminate that off there. Yeah. Or, 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 say, or say 60 miles, I guess. But okay. And then also in the churches, you have Auburn as a Catholic church, and they are no longer. There's one. There's one in early. That one's closed. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, the Wallach and Sack are the, Wallach and Sack. Are the yeah. ones that are have oh, regularly holding mass. Any other changes? Maybe you want to go page by page, and I will take any edits um, at this time. Or um, I did talk to Scott about this. If you want to even hand him your edits and you maybe talk through them and then hand them to him, then I can get those from him and get this updated for you for advertising tomorrow. So either either way, how you want to go about editing this document. Maybe, Liz, if you got a few minutes, let's just work through this kind of page by page here. Okay. Perfect. Because I, I don't know that there's a whole lot of uh, changes. I thought it, it was, uh, the information's great. I just want to make sure that everybody's on board with, with what the, uh, the content is and, uh, great. and the priorities. 
let's let's do that. Does it say Hancock Concrete Products or should it say Oldcastle? Yeah, just so in the major employer section, Liz, it says Hancock Concrete Products there. They've since been uh, bought out by Old Castle. Old Castle, Old okay. Castle. Optometrist in town here. If you'd add optom optometrist. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 Got it. So, police is right there, chief with uh, three full time and one part time. And 25 volunteers with the fire department. That's right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you should be. Yeah, so. I guess that's a question for you, Liz. In regards to EMS, the city does not provide EMS service, it's a county service. So, so do you often mention anything like that? We sure can. So the county, the county manages the emergency management, emergency services? Yeah, the ambulance services basically, yeah. Manages emergency services, okay. One uh, unit based here in Lakeview and one in Sac. Okay. It's just uh, that really is another benefit that we, we house a ambulance service here in town. Okay. Got it. Yeah, anything in the library section or anything up into the parks and rec section? We have an excellent library board. Yeah, you could say we're on the the library is in the top tier of the state. Yeah. So they and they are yes certified library top tier. Yeah. Um, on the parks and recreation. Uh, part of it. It's just that our, our biggest event of the year is not mentioned there as far as the Blackhawk Lake Summer Water Park. But, uh, oh, sure. The summer, the summer, summer Carnival? Blackhawk Lake Summer Water Carnival, yep. That, that's, okay. our, that's our biggest, uh, our biggest event of the year. Okay, I'll add that to them. Okay. Alright, then on page five it starts talking about governance. Yes. <clears throat> Anything on the governance or, or those initiatives that were identified? Okay. I'm not sure how, how you do this, Liz, and how you really highlight that a little bit more, but the the electric utility is a is a big component of our city, and the uh, I did I did add that I added 
send it to, um, I think it's like the second paragraph um, under the position um, position page. It's like on the very top of yep, talking about the position. I think it might be the next page. Great. Yep, thank you. I liked how you said it, so I just used your words. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Anything on that then about the about the position? How about page seven then on the specific traits identified? See, we all came up with one thing. Graduate from from high school is that? We sure as more get past that. Um. Yeah. So as you look at the education then, so. You know, that's, that's the way things read in that job description, too. The requirement is graduate from, graduation from high school. But then it does have yes. a reference for, yeah. uh, for an advanced uh, degree, like a bachelor's degree. Bachelor's degree is preferred. Just change that residency then in the compensation and benefits for yep. your list about residency, city limits within the city. Yeah. So, and um, and just remind me, or maybe just uh, browse over those benefits. Are they all applicable to Lakeview? Um, I wanted to make sure that those were accurate. Uh, yes, they, that is, they're correct. Okay, great. Great. And then timeline on the bottom of the page? I like that, July. Yeah. July, yes. That looks good. Nice and aggressive. It's very aggressive. <laughs> very aggressive timeline. So with all of your changes, um, folks, tonight, then I will... Um, get these changes made this evening and send it back to to Scott with um, and it sounds like Scott will just be um, updating the, the job description yep. and then um, and then we will uh, I'll just give him a little instruction on how to get that launched on the website once it's on the website then I will take it from there and get it out to other sources but once it that's kind of where it needs to start once it's on the website then we all can you know set it on to people the clerk net the grapevine and all those other places and and just have it go from there and and um, people will be going to your website then to to see the extra documents and the job description and so forth from there so um so that's the next step it'll be advertised tomorrow and uh, once i see that and then um, the due date will be February, or excuse me, June second. Perfect. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. And then for the personnel committee, um, if I could just get confirmation that we could meet at City Hall at say five o'clock, five o'clock on June fifth, would that work? Six o'clock? Yeah. Would that?
that work for the committee? Aye. I know one. I know one was going to be gone. I won't be here. Either way, but. So. Yeah, Dale is not going to be here. Yeah. You know. I need to get somebody else. Bye. I can see him. Whoever wants to, because we should have a two. Should at least two, yeah. I'm not so sure it shouldn't be all four in two different sessions. But well, I, I apologize, I cannot change that. So it's what date? June 4th or 5th. Uh, June 5th is a Monday, I believe. Yeah, June so we've got a council meeting at 7. seven. So what if we just move bump that up to 6? And we'll have the whole council. Here. Sure, we'll probably... Um, oh, oh I, 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 um, you want the whole council to review all the job, the applications and. No, no. All right, I got our okay. cell committee. No. I'll sit in on the committee. Dale's not going to be here. I would. Is there any way we can? The whole council can see the applications though. What's going on? How's that work? Um, that would just have you just have to go. You'd have to go to closed session, and I would have to get authorization from each one of the applicants. Can you to do that? Can you can you email out all the applicants? But we can do. But we can do that. Well, not maybe not even that far. Let's just. Oh, apps, no, no. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> uh, nope, because they're confidential. Yep. Okay, all right. Well, that's fine. I mean, it's just but, I mean, again, I can bring, we can do it, and I have done this for a city, so um, we can do it. And I would just require on the, on the profile that they also provide that written authorization, or once I pick their application, I would have to quickly turn, oh gosh, you guys, I don't know how that would work because um, I would be getting applications say up to that Friday and I'd have to say, all right, well, I need this signed too real fast because we're gonna look at them on Monday. <laughs> I mean, it could, we could maybe get it done, but um, if an applicant doesn't sign that and get it back to me right away, we won't be able to consider them. Well, I, I, so that's kind of messy, but that's why I kind of want to work with the committee because it just that we don't have to do closed session and right. and, and get that authorization ahead of time. Well, well that makes sense. I, I'm okay with. I you. can do it, but we. I just I just don't want to miss somebody if we do. You know, it gets a little messy. We don't want to make it any harder than it has to be. Okay, <laughs> we want to complicate things. <laughs> I'm willing to do whatever you guys want to do. I just, you know, again, we just might miss somebody if they don't turn it around quickly and provide that authorization. But, but, um, but if you're okay with naming an alternate for this meeting, um, you know, you'll get an update in your council meeting. I'm sure, right? You could, you just can't talk names. You can just talk numbers and keep it very open and vague like that. General. Sounds like we just still do the committee and Mike would just take Mike his place. The alternate. Yeah. Everybody's okay with that. That's Sounds good to me. Okay. So I will yeah. plan to be there at six o'clock on June the fifth. Yep. And you can surprise me who the alternate is and we'll yeah. we'll be ready with the applications. 
But um, so Scott will be in touch tomorrow then with these changes. Yep. All right. Sounds great. Thank you. All right, Liz. I, okay, think, I think okay. that's about it. Anything else for All right. That should be good. Thank Same you. For me. Yep, thank you. <laughs> All right. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Okay, we've got an appointed interim city clerk. We're going to have a discussion on that. Okay. More about the notion of, of appointing, would we appoint an interim clerk or would you just appoint a city clerk? Effective as of the, the 3rd of June. Well, we already agreed to this concept. So if we appoint Kay as a city clerk, as a, as the, what do you say, the... Well, it's a good question whether we, you'd have an interim clerk while the, while you're working through this hiring process, or, or if you just know that it's going down the road that you would just promote Kay to be clerk as of the 3rd of June. But could she do that without an official job description? We haven't approved that yet. Yeah, you may want to. You may want to hold off. So, give her those goodies, but then we also have to talk about giving her that pay increase because of the additional responsibilities. But, one's a fair. And then, then, as soon as we're comfortable with it, we could offer that position. Sure. That uh, you know, we've had some discussions that with with Kay, and uh, of course Kay's just more than capable of just stepping right in there and, and handling things. I think um, we listed this in in the council packet about if you appoint Kay to be interim city clerk, there's a uh, a suggestion recommendation that the interim wage would be thirty dollars an hour. You see, Kay's at twenty three something now. Where did that suggestion come from? The only reason I'm asking is because Liz gave us the averages and the medium for that city clerk position, and that's way higher than that. Okay. Well, I and mean, that's I wanted. To, that's why I wanted to have to talk about interim versus permanent then too. When the, when the promotion comes, I would certainly suggest there's another big bump that might come along with. It. So you're saying even the the thirties already considerably higher than the city clerk average, and then you want to get rid of it? Oh, you're saying it's higher than the average? Yeah. Yeah. It's considerably higher. I'm not sure that I buy into that. Well, these are the numbers that we got from Liz, and she emailed it back to everybody today when I asked. Yeah, I got, I got that. I got that. Yeah. No offense to you, Katie. No, it's just. You know, you also know that when they hired the city clerk from Sac City two years ago or whatever, they hired her at $31 an hour. Yeah, Sac City has a population of 2,063. I understand that. It's just, you know, they don't necessarily have the electric like we do. And they got gas. I'm just saying we've got to be very mindful of what we're doing. I'm not saying she's not working. I'm just saying we've got to be mindful of what we're doing. Are we going to have a special meeting once we approve these 
duties for city clerk and utility building clerk and to maybe approve the street it. Sweeper. Yeah, we can fill with space. Yeah. Do we also under do we um, if she if she starts let's say as an interim, mm -hmm. do we have an idea of how many hours she's going to get in as a city clerk? How many hours it's going to be averaging? All day. Well, I think she's going to have some night work, like for the council meetings and stuff like that. So yeah. what I'm saying is, what would be the average hours that we're talking about paying her since it's thirty dollars an hour? So I have a question. So because I'm confused about what you guys are talking about, are you talking about her position? But then, are you still going to have an interim city administrator or not? Yeah. Oh, we'll get to that point too. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, I just yeah. was confused. The, the, the biggest purpose of the interim city clerk is that we're required to have a city clerk. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's just a state requirement that we've got to have a city clerk. Somebody needs to hold that position. And was your old position city administrator slash city clerk? Yeah. I like the idea of breaking them down, though, between the three. Yeah, I'm, I really do. I think we've done it with everybody. But yeah, if you're going to have a special meeting to talk about approving the two job descriptions, it's three jobs. Well, we already did the administrator. And then the street sweeper, after we get that stuff back from that guy, you know, next Monday or whatever. But for the time being, we need to decide if we're going to do $30 an hour for Aaron. Well, well I think we need to look over the, the job description. Yeah, yeah. Special yeah. meeting, I mean, it could be special, special meeting. But, okay. Uh, so, and then have you guys talked, and I guess more of the question for you, and maybe you answered this earlier, is it, do you definitely want it by the hour or a salary position? Well, we just discussed by the hour based on normally you know a supervisor type position is exempt in this case you're only supervising perhaps one full-time or part-time person um, so you're not really supervising multiple people where you would be you know fall under that exempt category but you could and then the other question will you want and you don't have to answer it now but you have a copy of these job descriptions i think it'd be very helpful for us to know what your opinion is on that billing clerk position, if it should be full-time full or part-time. Personally, I think it could easily be a full-time job. Um, you'd look at part-time if, if it were somebody like me and that's all you were doing and you'd been doing it for 20 years and you knew, you know, the thing by heart, you knew everything that needed to be done. But when you're bringing somebody in and, and training them and putting them into that position, it's going to take them more than just part-time to get everything done and, and get it taken care of. Yeah, and I didn't read the, I mean, do you envision that person sitting where you sit today? I do. Doing the computer, being that front Yeah, and, and you know, that, that job is, is all day every day. I mean, there are people in all day every right. day bringing payments and, you know, the locates coming through and asking for assistance and work orders and 
Obviously, if you have them only there in the morning, then somebody else in the afternoon is going to have to fill in all of those job duties. And then you're switching desks over time. Then you're switching desks over time. Yep. You also could stay open during the noon hour then, too. You can stagger your shift so that yeah. you're yep, not closed that half hour like we are now. That's what we do. Yeah. I mean, that, that way, if somebody's got something, gets some time off their job, they can run up to the city hall or something. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Everybody's comfortable with that? Mm -hmm. Is it that we would love to have a special meeting? Next next Monday work for everybody? It doesn't work for me, but I don't think we are hurt. Not for me. It's the following Monday. Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Memorial Day. I tried to schedule a board adjustment meeting. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Let's try it next Monday, then we can sort through this. Right. Spend some time on it. Yeah. Special meeting on the 20th. And I can read through the job descriptions and give you the input back. That's what I was going to say. That's yeah. down with you. That's all right. Well, you could search as well. Yeah. Um, special meeting then on the 22nd, 7 o'clock. Okay. Twenty-three, twenty-six is approving our agenda with John Gibson. Yeah. Do you have a resume on you? No. no. Yeah, just, just that, that, uh, you know, I guess Dale, personally, I have a note John. We worked, worked with John years and years ago. John was the, the public works director at Glenville when I was there. And then before I had left, he had left to become the public works director in Waukee. Right, where he stayed until then he retired. Um, during so he was a public works director in Waukee, not a city district. That's true. Now, during understanding that uh, when you get to these big cities, those department head positions become administrative jobs. Yeah. So, but and but he had served then as as interim city administrator in Waukee during one of their changeovers. Okay. So. During this time frame, who, if he would, so you're comfortable that he can do what you were doing with case assistance for the packets, the budget stuff, making sure stuff is being spent. Are we, I just want to make sure I understand what's going on here. And are we still going to also have Nancy as well? A little bit. So, so what's, the, what's the reasoning for both? Just that John wouldn't necessarily uh, focus on the financial side of things. Then Nancy would have a lot more specifics on that. But it would just be special special event type of stuff if we'd need Nancy. So in the fiscal year stuff, you know, that we would have have her be able to uh, to come help change uh, work through that transition at the end of the fiscal year. We see it more as a as that and then calling with questions than actually having her in the office and sitting there doing work. So we only call her when we need her. Exactly. So we're actually using the, if I say this the right way, if I understand this right, we're using uh, John's expertise on the public works side of things, street side of things, electric side of things, and then we're using Nancy's expertise on the, on the financial side of things? Yeah, I mean, but maybe not even so much. We, we would not be using Nancy nearly as no, because, you know, with, with, with June 30th being fiscal year end, right. and me not having done that before, 
um, we just thought it would be helpful to get her expertise on that. But after that, you don't have a whole lot of, of those things you're going to need to be doing before the new administrator is hired. Okay. I just want to make sure I'm understanding. John's duties would consist of what? A lot of a lot of project related stuff. So you'd, you'd still be working working on project and project closeout on on these water main projects, and 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 still being his his uh, forte is, is then public work stuff. And and during the interim while we were without a, a public uh, utility superintendent, it just works great. You know that that we would have his outside administrative knowledge then too. You know, but. Um, when when it looks uh, at uh, at planning and zoning, the board, board of adjustment, those those types of issues would fall with John as the interim. Okay, just, and uh, like I would would have suggested, when you go through the uh, interview process for your for your new utility superintendent, it, I think it'd be great to have John involved with that because of his experience and what he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And did that eighty dollar an hour figure come from from, from John? Yes, that—that's uh, his sample. That's his sample agreement from when he we tweaked one that had been a, a, an agreement for an interim public works director in Grimes. Was his was his last uh, stint. Well, it's, uh, so we need a motion to move forward. Motion to approve that resolution. Yeah. Um, I'll make that. Motion. Second. I'll second. Roll call. When will be the start <clears throat> He can be available on Wednesday, and we'll get him in here to to do some duties here while while I'm around and do some training. And it does say in here he needs several days several off. Day, yeah, several days off. Without pay. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's only paid while he's here. Right, right, but them days he's not available. Oh, okay. And he's, it says in here that he gets paid holidays while he's, yeah, that's a stipulation. You, you get paid holiday months here. So that's... Uh, oh, and he does. The 4th of July holiday. And uh, potentially more 4th of July, but for sure. Okay. Okay, no other, further, no other business? We better, we better take a vote on that. Oh, I thought you did get a vote, but then I do want to ask one more okay. thing. Roll call then. Okay. Beckman? Yes. Frank? Yes. Moeller? Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Um, you had in here, and I think this probably should have been under your report, the um, change order request. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you update me on these change order requests? Jeff might know more about them, too. It involves the relocation of the tapping sleeve and valve connection due to condition of existing water main at the location of proposed. Connection. This change order request is thirty-four dollars. Is that where they moved the fire hydrant? No. This is they where they tapped the tapped the, the main up by the house. Okay. Just that the the main had become compressed and oval, more like an egg shape in the, this area where they were going to make the tap, and it needed to be round. So they moved it. I don't know how many feet, but but they had to move four or five moved feet the, to the south. They had moved the tap. Now the other thing I point out is, is that these are requests from them, and and VK is is uh, 
analyzing the request. They've not been not been recommended to us yet to be okay to be change orders. The guy that comes with taps, which is Rod Clover, I think did that one. <coughs> if I'm right, Rod did that one. Yeah, I believe so. He said absolutely no way, no how will he touch that oval like that. Because it had a bowl in there or something like that. He wouldn't hold, he wouldn't up to a bowl. Yeah, it was it's kind of bowed, the water line's kind of bowed like that, so then there made a peg. So then there's a change order request number three to relocate the connection to the existing water main on Jackson Street. Yeah. The connection was moved due to encountering an unknown storm pipe culvert in conflict with the original alignment of the water main. Yeah, so that, that did happen. They had to slide the connection further south, I believe, then. Is that what they did, Jeff? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like anyway, they, they got they got to digging in there and encountered this. Sort so of where's thing. change order number two? There's there's change order number two and change order number four requests which will not be proposed to be done. Okay. Are them moving the fire hydrants? Yeah, one of them was one of them dealt with fire hydrants. So our engineer had the fire hydrants in the ditch. Ditch. Well, that's on the other one. Though. No, that's the it's, on, well, it's on this one too. Up there too. Yep. Yes. Nobody can figure it out why they put it in the ditch. Even the contractor said that was wrong. Um, out here on the evacuo line, why aren't they replacing the tiles underneath the driveways? Just because there's extra charge when they do that, Mike. They're, they had to replace one. They had to replace one, and they have put in a, a change order request for uh, for this additional pipe that, that they replaced under one of the under one of the driveways. Isn't that part of the contract? Though? No, it was the contract was to reuse what was there. Was to not disturb. But the DOT requires them to put some special on top so of the they disturbed down. so the contract was do not disturb but they disturbed them <laughs> because they wanted to go down the center of the ditch because it made it easier for them instead of going around the side and that's why they <laughs> tore them up and I noticed that one on the west side of Krause's out there retains water without okay. that culvert in there it does <laughs> not much but it does well we haven't got much rain He'll run over the top if right. I mean, it's going to cut the driveway out in a heartbeat. Driveways west of on the west side of Krause's, going into Hogue's Fields. Yeah, between Krause's and Hogue's driveways. There's a puddle of water. We didn't get much rain. It's still puddled. Water never used to stand there before. No. <laughs> all right. And they will clean up all that stuff yet, right? Oh, all that yeah. off, right? Absolutely. And uh, and they got to come come do all the cleanup and everything up at school yet too. They. I'm just gonna bring that up. Yeah. He called me in about five fifteen tonight, asking how much rain we had. He's gonna send a guy from Minnesota this way tomorrow to start doing cleanup up around the school. Right. Get that ready to see. We need to do something right there west of Bill Riley's. The kids are parking in that hole. And Bill was Bill was in complaining about that today too. I said we did at least get some uh, barricades up there around so that they can't park there then. Um, the kids. Yep. <laughs> Second. Mud. Pardon? Mud. Yeah. Dave, you seconded. Meeting adjourned. Thanks, everybody. Who are they for?